What's up, guys? Rick here with your betting and one and done preview for this week's Hero World Challenge. And I have two very quick announcements uh, right here at the top. I know a lot of you have taken advantage of the sports book offers that some of these crazy sports books are throwing out there. And I wanted to let you know I've added a couple of more states to rickrungood.com slash bet. So Arizona now live, Louisiana now live, along with Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, uh, some other states, Colorado, Indiana. Indiana, Pennsylvania, Virginia. I feel like I'm just singing a song right now. Go and check rickrungood.com slash bets to see what the best offer is available to you. A lot of the times, uh, whether it's Caesars or BetMGM or BetRivers, you can get hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in free bets. So that is good for you. I get paid on this, so it is also good for me, and it doesn't really cost you anything. It's uh, obviously a win-win situation. So uh, thank you very much. Go check out rickrungood.com slash bets. And the other big piece of news is that I'll be hosting not one, but two different Twitter spaces this weekend. That's right. So Twitter spaces is a way that uh, I can communicate and interact with you guys via audio on Twitter. Uh, It's a very cool idea. So I'm going to run one Saturday and I'm going to run one Sunday. Saturday is with Andy Lack. That's at 6 p.m. Eastern on, I guess, my Twitter. It's pinned to my profile right now at Rick Run Good. And then 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday with Sia Najad. Uh, the Sunday one will be like a, a Hero World Challenge watch party. A Saturday one will be Andy and I power ranking golfers uh, in a lot of different ways. It'll be random. It'll be fun. We're looking forward to your interaction. But I will not waste any more time. I will jump into this week's betting preview for the Hero World Challenge. Little 20-man field, no cut. This should be fun. Basically like the Tour Championship, but there's no starting strokes and there's less golfers. Okay, let's fire it up. Um, There's a couple of things to note when you've got a no-cut event, you're guaranteed four rounds. You'll often see guys make big moves on the weekends. Doesn't mean they're going to win the golf tournament necessarily, but there are opportunities for guys who got off to a slow start to really make it up over the course of the next two or three rounds. That is always noteworthy when you are doing some live wagering. The Tournament Predictor, a tool available on rickrungood.com, has simulated this event 1,000 times, and Justin Thomas has won it 12.5% of the time. That should probably be no surprise. Justin Thomas, uh, not only very good golfer, not only prolific winner, not only prolific winner in uh, no-cut events, but also trending in the right direction. That's right. I showed this on the um, the DFS preview on Monday as I went through each and every single golfer, and JT is laying the blueprint. He's showing us a win is imminent. This is generally what he does before victories. Might not be here, might not be in his next start, but it just if these metrics continue, a win is very, very close. So uh, I have been winning my simulation 12.5% of the time. If you look at BetMGM or Caesars, which is where you can get Uh, The longest odds on JT right now at 10 to 1. He's a value across the board, even at 9 to 1, which you can get at DraftKings, FanDuel, and points bet. So Justin Thomas will be certainly on my betting card this week. Victor Hovland uh, was next winning the simulation 11% of the time. He's always on my betting card, but that's more of a FOMO support my buddy kind of uh, bet. Not necessarily like... I, like I'm just not going to miss out on on any victor or victor victory. How about that? Uh, so he's going to be on my card every time. But if you want to be more strategic about it, obviously. Uh, you know, consider if this is a good spot for Victor. Now, we've seen him play well in kind of tropical locations. It's not Paz Palum Greens, but he's one of the best ball strikers on planet Earth. He's always going to have a really good floor. just matters how well he's going to putt it. The two favorites, uh, Morikawa and Roy McIlroy, they're actually third and fourth 
in my simulation results, 9.9 and 9.3% of the time. So if you look at raw value, you probably can't bet those guys based on those numbers and the way the, the, uh, the odds came out in the simulation. So I'll be happy to go on my way with Justin Thomas and find my next bullet somewhere else. There's a pretty, um, there's always a little interesting dynamic about an event like this where these guys are guaranteed money. It's going to be really, really friendly. There's not going to be a ton of fans out there. Some guys will use it as a vacation. It's Tiger's event. Like, what's the motivation? I'm, I'm thinking we're close to a Xander victory. Um, I, I know that he won the Olympics. Uh, I know that he, you know, was part of the win at the Ryder Cup, but I, I just still feel like He's out there grinding because he wants to win more PGA Tour events. And if there was ever a PGA Tour event to win for him, it's probably I'm not this this isn't even a PGA Tour official PGA Tour victory, right? So it would make sense that he wins this. But um, he's so well rounded. He's amazing at no cuts. It's like him, Rory, and JT in no cut events. He's rarely going to just kind of burst your bubble and and play really poorly. Uh, 12 to 1, 14 to 1. Now that a couple of guys have snuck above him, like like Hovland and Morikawa, who are shorter. Um, Interesting interesting little number, 14 to 1 uh, at BetMGM on Xander. I'm not sure I'll get there this week, but I'm very, very close to to, to buying on on Xander. Um, you probably have to auto bet Sam Burns at 15 or 16 to one in in this field. Uh, the four events that he's played this year are shockingly good, and I've just been trying to describe the trajectory that he's on. I mean, look, even look at the strokes gain metrics. Like this is running strokes gain metrics here on the golfer profile. He was kind of just like an average or slightly above average player. And then boom, figures it out uh, towards the end of 2020. And he's been just up and to the right. He's been one of the best players on earth. Bermuda uh, is, is, is his best surface and his four starts this year. Win fifth, seventh, 14th, not in that order. Uh, but those are his four results. So it, it's, it's incredible stuff. I'll probably just be blindly uh, betting him for a while. Now, this is where things start to get really interesting. Uh, probably not interested in Burns at 22. Lukewarm on Brooks at 25. Uh, probably more interested. This is kind of crazy to say. I w- I'm kind of more interested in Matt Fitzpatrick. I was hoping he was going to be like 30 to win this thing. Fitzpatrick's been awesome. Maybe I just bet Fitzpatrick top five or top 10, something like that, because he's been... Eight out of 24 of his events this year worldwide, he's finished inside the top 10. So maybe I just roll with Fitzpatrick that way or in matchups. Um, Betting, okay, so here's what's interesting here. Reed, Patrick Reed won my simulation 3.1% of the time, which he's about a fair value everywhere but points bet. Points bet, you're getting a pretty decent value. He's 35 to one there. He's played great at this event. Um, His recent form is... Not good except for the the T2 at Bermuda, which at least shows that he can pop. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. And then Justin Rose, um, I'm not sure if he has that winning upside at this point, but great stretch of golf here in Albany, which is, uh, he has a house here, plays here a lot, well-rounded at the RSM. I'm starting to see better metrics overall for Justin Rose. So here, here's what my card's probably going to look like. So the, the Victor FOMO bet, that's, that's here. It'll probably be Thomas, Burns, um, Fitzpatrick will have a lot of kind of outright top five, probably. 
uh, uh, wagers. Same with Burger. Like, I wish Burger's number was longer. I really like Burger, but uh, the outright number is a little bit scary, but I do think he's a little bit undervalued. And then my last outright will probably be Reed. So what is that? Three outright, three non-Victor outrights, Thomas, Burns, Reed, something like that. And I could be on my way and I could live in matchups, which we can go to right now. This is the head-to-head matchup tool on rickrungood.com. The first matchup that I plugged in, uh, it has my full attention. DraftKings has Scotty Scheffler as a pretty sizable favorite, minus 130 over Daniel Berger right now. Berger is plus 105. I think Berger should be the favorite here. I think Berger should be closer to minus 108. I have him winning this matchup 52% of the time. Uh, and Scotty winning at 48%. So it's very, very close, but but I think they have the wrong favorite here. So I'll probably be putting a bet on Berger. This is kind of that some of that exposure I want to get um, to Berger in the market, not necessarily via the outright market, but Scotty Scheffler here, who's been playing really well. Berger, we haven't seen since the Tour Championship, which always kind of uh, allows him to fly or allows anybody to fly under the radar a little bit. Um, I'll probably take that side. Bryson, who we technically have not seen since the Tour Championship either, against Abraham Answer. Let's see what this one looks like because these are two very different styles of golf. Okay, I have Bryson winning this. Yeah, about what about what DraftKings is saying. So DraftKings has them both at minus one ten. I have Bryson at minus one fourteen. Obviously, there's not there's not Vig uh, built into the model, so this is probably about what they're looking at. I thought it would be a little bit bigger than that. Bryson is so volatile, while Answer is uh, generally one of the more consistent players out there. So that one's probably a no bet. I might be picking on Spieth a lot. So let's do a couple of Spieth ones. You know, um, baby swag it up, all that good stuff. Like, I, I, I know that's that's out there. But his iron play in the last four or five starts has not been good. And if that's if that is the cog... If that, if he doesn't clean that up, he's in big trouble. Um, it's basically a direct correlation to his success in his career, uh, which which is concerning. So I have a bigger time frame open here. I have the entirety of 2021 in here, and, and Spieth is a sizable favorite over Sam Burns. But if we start to move this much more recent, like maybe the middle of the summer, June-ish, Gets a lot closer. Burns gets up to 48%. We start slipping into the fall. Now it starts to go heavily in favor of Sam Burns. Yeah, so I mean, the more recent you go, the more in favor this gets of Sam Burns. Uh, DraftKings is showing Spieth as the favorite, minus 120, to Burns' uh, plus 100 is even money. That's a side I'd probably want to pick on Spieth. Spieth is also a favorite against Xander. Am I going to get burned by Spieth this week? Because I'm, I'm feeling like I'm going to have to take a lot of action here. Even with the entirety of 2020, which was very, very good for Spieth, I still have Xander as the favorite here. Small, minus 108, about 52% of the time. But uh, DraftKings, another minus 120 on Jordan Spieth. So out of the ones we're looking at, I'll probably pick on Spieth with Burns and Scheffler, or I'll see who else I can get. Berger over Scheffler. Um... I think I misspoke. Burns and Shoffley over Spieth is what I was looking at. And then I also went Berger over Scheffler. I almost screwed it up again because uh, I think that they have the wrong favorite there. And I think those are the most interesting the most interesting ones. Let's talk one and done. This is kind of a really weird situation because um, 
There's only 20 guys in the field. They're all guaranteed money. I have not seen the payout structure for this week specifically, but in general, historically, the three and a half million gets divided up um, $100,000 to last place and 10 million or 10 million, 1 million to first, which of course getting a million in your one and done is great. That's not a huge gap between first and last. And with it only being three and a half million, um, I, I think you got to just save all your guys here. I don't think you want to be rolling out a stud to be quite frank, especially because if your guy finishes last, you get a hundred. If he finishes like 12th, you're going to get a couple hundred thousand. Probably. Um, I'm go, I would probably just roll out Justin Rose. I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not saving Rose for anything. He has been phenomenal at this event. He is coming off a really well-rounded RSM classic in which I, I mean, I like his statistical profile recently. And you know, last summer I could not have been more bearish on this guy. So, so I'm really liking the way that this uh, statistical profile is, is now shaping up. And I don't, I don't know who else I'd use here. Like, would you be willing to use Stenson, your defending champion whose form since then has been kind of hairy? Probably not. I think I think you just play Rose here. The other option for someone that you really don't care about, I mean, even even English I'd like to save. Even Hatton I'd probably like to save. Um, yeah, basically everybody. Fitzpatrick, I'd like to save probably a lot of these guys. So I, I think the clear-cut answer is Justin Rose. I'm not even sure how close it is. I think I think that's the answer. Okay, join me. This weekend for Twitter Spaces, come join the conversation. Join me Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Rick Run Good YouTube channel for the live chat. 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesdays, the Jock Market Power Hour. Go to rickrungood.com slash bets and get yourself some free bets. And uh, I don't know, just enjoy your week. It's going to be a fun one. Talk to you guys soon. Good luck.